Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew. Let's go around the table, introduce the players and the characters they play. To my right is... I am Angela and I am playing Abella. Hi, I'm Karen and I play Ryland Westfall, your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn. Love that you do that the same way every time. Um, <laughs> it's my thing. I know. Because uh, she's neither friendly nor from your neighbourhood. <laughs> it's um, ironic. Your unfriendly strangerhood. <laughs> your, unfriend, uh, your unfriendly stranger looming in the backyard, Ryland Westfall. Mm. That better? I'm Josh. I play the man you would never want to meet in a dark alley, Scan Felspar. <laughs> At least he likes to think that you, know, no, no, no. you wouldn't want you, to be you, met. You'd, be, you'd be probably shot in your sleep rather than like harpooned away. <laughs> um, well, that's, that has actual statistical like backing. Oh, absolutely. More um, people have died of scans harpoons asleep than awake. <laughs> that's because you've got as many shots at us as you want. Yeah. Uh, my name's Tristan. I play Charlie Rothhouse. And I'm Tom. I play your magical musician, Nezzle. I'm glad that we're all starting we're all making up our own bullshit. Yeah. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, I feel kind of bad. I didn't this, know this, this whole thing. Do you want to do is... yours again, Angela? Um, I'm Angela, and I'll play Bella. I'll rob you. Is that a Bella talking, or is it Angela? I'll let you find out. <laughs> that was awful. That's the journey. <laughs> <laughs> With Charlie otherwise occupied in the city of Ratu, Arthur the Bateman has taken you, Scan, Abella and Nezor, back to your billet to await for Scan's summons to Castellan's office for his long-awaited discussion about his sister. In the meantime, you sit and you wait. Frosh uh, starts chirping and then looks at What's up, boy? rucksack that you've taken with you and <laughs> it bursts into blue flames. What? And it quickly extinguishes. Holy shit! Um, I, I, how, how long do I have to react to this? Uh, it is like a three-second burst of flame. All right. Uh, I didn't have a lot of value in there. Just some extra clothes. <laughs> you, you look at it. You go. Oh, I'm so glad there was something dividing that and the gunpowder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad I carried the gunpowder separately. You're you good. Uh, scan. You uh, seem it to have, have um... been my book with a bullet in it. Oh, good. Now I have a shiny bullet. And it's just lit on fire. It did. I'm. That's odd. Did you do Very. anything? No. <laughs> well. I was here. Good. I can't say there'd be a connection between any of the things that have just and happened and so that. I mean, it, I don't think was... we're being punished by. The divine entities. De- so definitely, that was definitely Are magical. Sure? And the, well, the book was, was magic. Yeah. So didn't they scream when you opened them? When we tore them apart? Yeah, they did a they did a lot of stuff. And now they just, like one just appeared to have immolated. That's that's interesting. Oh look! <laughs> well, you had a book before, and, and now, now I have a bullet. Now you have a bullet. Nothing yeah. we can do about it. So now. that's cool. Arthur look, looks it was at you mainly all. a keepsake, anyway. <laughs> Arthur looks at you all like you're crazy people. <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. These my, things my, happen. My life is not a book with a bullet in it that you want to just jump into at the middle, Arthur. Sometimes books just catch on fire. Uh, anyway. You can see on his face that this was not reassuring <laughs> him at all. I go outside. Cool. Because I was mainly doing it to yeah. upset him. Uh, would you two like to do anything? Weren't we going to go... We have a meeting at yeah. noon with a lady yeah, from we do. the criminal masterminds, the lady that we saved. But that's not till noon. Arthur, is mm. there a way He's we could... at the door, yeah. Mm? Is there a way we could get out of the estate without anyone seeing us for our meeting? 
Not that I'm aware of. There are guards everywhere. You yeah, could just ask. You're not prisoners, right? I don't know. Has he opened the door? He's about to. Because Scan would be, like, on the other side of the door. Yeah. Anything else? You, I could, do you want some sandwiches? I mean, look, I wouldn't say no to some sandwiches. Okay. Thanks, Arthur. And he uh, <laughs> walks off. Well, Fifteen minutes later, there's a knock at the door. And yeah, no. uh, yeah. he doesn't even wait for you to answer. He just opens it. Uh, this is there's just like a, a basically an errand boy, Mr. Thufferson. Uh, Castellan would like to see you. Leads the way. And he takes you across the threshold into the officer's area. Ooh. And you see immediately that there's like a large dining room here as well. Definitely, like, whereas yours was a little bit more intimate, more like a drawing room converted into this thing is like designed to sit at least 50 people. Have we been in there before? Didn't no. we? Eat there? Oh, okay. No, because this is the area of the house that we weren't allowed right. in. This is the, yeah, this is the wing that the military. And then you see why, because they've basically been creating maps. maps. If you'd like, you can try and glean some information from it. But basically, this looks like a war room. Uh, roll me. Well, what would you like to do? There are maps on the wall. There <clears> appears to be like not a full, it's not a scale model or anything, but they are definitely building like something <clears> that looks like a physical representation. Troop deployments. Okay. Uh, roll. And he's walking you through pretty quickly. Roll me perception. Yeah, I roll very low. Perception. Oh, 10. 10? Okay. The one thing you do gather is that a couple of the agents who are working on this central table are taking small wooden like cylinders that are painted red and are moving them from like a pile that are off the board if Meeples. you will sorry <laughs> meeples yeah <laughs> onto the board into different places there was a much larger force camped outside the city to the north Ooh. that they're now bringing into the city okay that's all you're able to really gather from it but you get the distinct impression that there is a very deliberate mathematics at play here that you don't understand. Okay, cool. And then you're ushered into a small waiting... I try not to rubberneck it while I'm going through either. I'm just like, hmm, uh, have a suspicious... No one's really paying you any attention. Yeah. The guy who's leading you through is literally in front of you uh, and they don't seem particularly worried. But yeah, this, this whole wing seems highly organised, like extremely organised. So you are led into like an antechamber. And, and adjutants. Yeah, more people handling paperwork and it's just this... Very precise, almost clock-like precision. People bring papers in. They leave them on the desk. The desk adjutant goes through them, sorts them into three piles, shuffles them, pans them back to different people, and they just seem to be doing this dance around you. That you, This is not something you've ever seen in an Illic war camp. No. This would never be... Or, or on the pirate ship, either. Yeah. This is... This is it, it is an order of magnitude more organised military than, 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 than the Illic people do. Yeah. And you're seated near the door, uh, which is a nice oak double door. Uh, it is, that, again, those weird proportions. You, it would be big for a halfling, but it's just, it's not quite big enough to be impressive for a human, if that makes sense. Um, and you can hear murmuring on the other side of the door. Uh, the adjuvant is not paying any attention. You may, if you would like, listen in. I, I, I roll the two. Uh, so, eight. You can hear a young girl's voice ah. who seems to be arguing with an older male. You assume Castellan. And you're getting, like, snippets of conversation. It's not a particularly quiet one. It's just because it's barred from the door. You're hearing Mary complaining about something and the exasperated recall and response from Castellan. You're almost, like, leaning in to get more information when the door opens and Mary strides out. She is dressed in fencing leotard. Yeah. 
and is shouting at Castellan. I hate you! You can see that she's holding a small rapier. Like, this isn't a training rapier, this is an actual rapier. Her hand is rested on it, and this is the first time you may have noticed this. She is actually missing the ends of her fingers on one of her hands. And like fresh? No, they, they're clearly old wounds. Mm. Um, uh, but she, she's shouting, I hate you, to Castellan. And Castellan's like, I am trying to teach you the art of swordplay. I do not have time to teach you how to properly address lords and ladies. I do not have time for tea parties. I am teaching you how to use a sword. And she goes, I want to wear pretty dresses. And then storms <laughs> off. Gern is, is acting dumb to the whole thing. He's sure. sitting there patting his dragon. He's got he's got Hrosh down on his his forearm, which is armored like one one sleeve is is armored to accommodate a claws. Mm-hmm. Or, or, so, and he's got him down there, and he's sort of he's grooming him, pretty much. And yeah. and Hrosh is sort of got his neck up and like, do under here, do under here. Yeah. Uh, and he's sort of like, yes, you little. And as she comes out, it goes. Uh, Hrosh would um, be a little startled by the noise, and he goes, mm. don't worry, don't worry. Um, but wouldn't I? Knowing where Castellan is, knowing his callous, Castellan is within earshot, he wouldn't say anything to Mary unless she addressed him. Yeah, no, she's, she doesn't even bat an eyelid. She just leaves, storms out. She calls <clears throat> your poo-poo head on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say shit. I'm just like... Um, the adjutant leans out and goes, uh, Sir, your handbell meeting is here. Whenever Mr. he's ready. I yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thufferson, come in. Now's as good a time as any. As you walk in, this is a pretty spacious office. All the old furniture is clearly been pushed to one side, uh, and someone's obviously brought something in. It looks like a field desk, and it is absolutely swamped with papers. Mm. There is a training mannequin that's been set up, and Castellan is, is putting a blade into a sheath, uh, and he lays that very delicately on the the desk. Is it a training blade? or is, uh, No, it's a full weapon. And it's a rapier? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and sits down on the opposite side and indicates a small chair. It's more like a stool than anything. Please, take a seat. I've been sitting a lot recently. Do you mind if I stand? Not at all. Close the door. First of all, I feel I should apologize for the fact that what was intended to be a discussion last night (laughs) turned into slightly more than what I had originally intended. Don't apologize. Your employer is amusing. (laughs) He gives you, like, the taut smile of someone who's like, yes, quite. (laughs) Um, No, no. I po- uh, let me be clear. He is he is an illegal. I imagine working with a man would be difficult for a southerner. Um, I am I frankly am impressed that you have raised so high in this in his organization. Uh, you you must be a man of some considerable ability to to have the respect of the yarl. Um, despite not being, not just not illic, but not of our ways. Uh, he, he goes, Mr. Thieferson, if you're attempting to flatter me, let me tell you it's working. (laughs) (laughs) Don't burn this guy's face off. (laughs) (laughs) But I might pass him. (laughs) That's fine. No, no. Um, no, I say, uh, <clears throat> no attempted flattery. We're illic. We don't. Mm, false no, false I, modesty is not an illic no. trait. I am aware of this, and I'm sorry. I have had a very long evening trying <laughs> to explain to 
several people why they shouldn't follow their commanding officer's orders and then a very heated conversation earlier with said commanding officer. (laughs) Yael Davidson is a difficult man, but a man I would happily follow. A man to die for. He, um... No, sorry. A man to die with. He actually smiles at that. He goes, yes, I think that's a very appropriate way to put it. I am not like many of my peers. I don't necessarily ascribe to all aspects of Urhat tradition and orthodoxy. My initial plans regarding this conversation, and he gestures to both of you, involved me bringing you to this manor, clapping you in irons, putting you in the basement, and then applying the thumb screws. Now, since that If time, Scan had a glass of wine, he'd be sipping casually from it. <laughs> oh, there's not a drop of alcohol in this room. No, 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 but, but Scan is affecting the in no way surprised yeah. by that information. Yeah. He goes, Possibly he's, he is tickling his dragon's chin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Costello goes, the fact that you saved my life changed the dynamic here a little bit. I take oaths and deeds very seriously. This conversation has one of three outcomes. The first is that we live as friends. We shake hands. And sadly, I feel like this might be the least likely, given what I am going to ask you and what I intend to do. The second is that we both leave on, if not amicable terms, then at least terms of honour. The third option involves you in the basement. Mm, With the sunscreens. Exactly. So now that you understand my position, tell me a story. I want to know everything I can about the sea bitch. And he says that with a, just a hint of venom. Can I, in, in, can I incite his feelings towards the sea bitch? <laughs> sure. Uh, 17? Uh, you get nothing from him. Wow. Um, what do you want to know? She is my twin sister. If, if we are thinking of the same woman. Um, my sister, Bodlemira's daughter, we grew up in Lanetlos. Uh, and I say in, in the sort of broadest senses of words, we were mainly uh, around Lanetlos. Yes, I'm familiar with the Illic attitude to anyone not Illic. Well, also the unusual topography. Um, there is a lot of uh, tors and cans, uh, sort of spires of rock. Um, it's many house uh, dragon at nests because um, the local game was to try and bother them or possibly even steal an egg hence this handsome fellow um, <clears throat> Bordel was always a little obsessed uh, I, particularly I think it was a jealous thing I mean she always loved him but uh, he's mine <laughs> well you needn't worry about that she certainly has her own brood now brood? yes I narrowly avoided having my face burned off. (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) This one, I don't know if you know, it's a sting as a tail. Uh, Beyond that, uh, raised by, well, our mother and father, um, uh, but my my father's uh, father is a fisherman. Um, He taught me sailing and uh, fishing. Um, I was that for a long time. 
um, joined a whaling crew, mm. uh, hence the harpoons. Um, it's my particular speciality. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name, Felspar. I believe that's where it comes from. I've never really gotten it myself. It's very confusing. I don't. But uh, no, my like last, last I knew of slash saw my sister. She was in land at last. You can ask <laughs> any of my fellows. Um, I'm sort of looking. But like, okay, so I left the sea. I cards on the table. I was a pirate too for a while. Um, At that, he leans forward and bridges his fingers and brings him steepled under his chin and listens avidly. Uh, not the commander of my vessel. Um, little little sort of <laughs> jealousy in my craw about that. I was like, how the fuck did she get there? <laughs> um, but no, I hear uh, I get a letter from my grandfather saying that Bordler's gone missing. And I'm like, well, this is worrying. Most of my family live in and around. Like, we don't we don't stray far from the north. Uh, I am unusual in that. And so I'm wondering where she has gone. Um, so I am looking for her. I have... You are honestly the first man who knows of her that I have met. And I have met some reasonably high-up intelligence Socrates in the Earthheart army who promised me information on her and did not deliver. Many, I suspect, because they did not have it. Um, so when you say that, he furrows his brow and he goes, "You wouldn't be talking about Dupree Dupont, would you?" My life is a book you don't just open in the middle. Um, <laughs> he approached me about the information that I am quite interestingly going to share with you. <laughs> he has said something to me, and I have no idea for context of this. He was instructed to arrange for a windfall to occur in return for this information. He never followed through on that. But what he told me at, at was something about the cult of the dragon. Well, there was a dragon born on her vessel when they boarded us. Oh, Red fellow, quite big. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> um, A little. Uh, yeah, no. At, uh, at actually, Crosh's hand. <laughs> well, tail. Uh, the, the pointy bit. <laughs> the poison. That's not enough to kill a person. Oh, no, he's dead. <laughs> I'm sure, but what I'm saying is that a draconid's Sting. No, no, no. It it didn't. It, it but it it, uh, it rendered him unable to prevent what happened next. I see. Good, Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> so clever. He reaches into like a pocket and pulls a small. It looks like a ration of some kind, and actually just throws it to Prosh. <laughs> He'll catches it um, and un- noms it down. Good boy. Marduk was his name, if you want to ever curse the guy to a god or something. Not really. He's dead, so he's no longer in the picture. So I Nasty care. fucker, though. So, yeah, I can't imagine what... Uh, harpoon? N- um, I believe an axe. He was using a harpoon when I saw him last. Although... T- oh, no, no. Flail? Yeah, might have been. There are so few dragonborn. I would not be surprised if it was the same man. I met him in Orim it was like, oh, about uh, two weeks ago. Orim? Hmm. Interesting. I very carefully don't mention DuPont either. Well, I want to make this abundantly clear to you. Mm. I intend to kill your sister. 
with my bare hands. Scan's still smiling. <laughs> Thank you for that interesting bit of information. Can I infer what information he's referring to, Marduk? Uh, roll me a insight check. That's the best all day. Uh, 18. You get the impression that what Castellan is doing is building a, a like a, a picture psychological of profile uh-huh. of Bodil, okay. trying to understand her. Well, I am a man of my word, so you may ask me a question. Did you cut... Um, could you tell me in what... I, I, I sort of have inferred a little bit, but um, in what situation uh, you met, Bodil? At the question, Castellan's face darkens like a thundercloud. We had finished with the North. We had been fighting for five different families in the Unholy Empire. They defaulted on payment, so we withdrew our services. And we were pursued for this. We took several ships, bought, borrowed, and then ultimately stole, and headed to the closest friendly port. On our way, we entered very strong mist that separated the convoy. Magical? I doubt it. These things are fairly common, as mm. I'm sure you know. Yeah. We were then set upon by Illic. Or at least that's what we initially thought. <laughs> you see, it seems that that was a feint. The second attack came from a vessel that bisected my ship, mm. which was not an easy thing to accomplish, let me tell you. But this thing <laughs> tore through us like a knife through butter. Armoured prowl? Yes. Uh. Never, I don't, I haven't heard of such a vessel. I'm just trying to think of a way that that could happen. (laughs) The next thing I know, the crew are fighting for their lives. I barely had time to save Mary. I cannot say the same for her mother, unfortunately. That's rough. Is this why you are. I swore an oath to protect my Jarl's family. Can I incite? That's why he's pissed. I'm pretty certain you don't need to roll. (laughs) (laughs) Like. But to to what level? Like, is, Roll me is, an insight. is it because it's imposed on his honor or because... Roll it, me an insight. Um, that's a nat 20. There you go. Okay. Plus six. It had to happen once. You see just a flicker in his eyes, and you have seen this maybe once before, when Charlie almost murdered the druid you attempted to kill, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. From the conversation you've been having... You think this is probably a point of honour, but you also think that this might also be a point of shame. I heard that he had transgressed, that he was making up for something, that he was, it was a, like, is, was he looking after Mary because of this, or was he doing that beforehand? You would not be able to know that. Castellan resumes his story. My ship was lost, all hands. It was myself and Mary, and Mary barely escaped. I don't know if you have noticed this or not, but, and he brings his hand up and then wiggles the fingers. She didn't leave unscathed. You can thank your friend Marduk for that. Well, I don't know if it would make the kid feel better, but the guy is most certainly extinct. Hmm. I don't like guys who hurt children. I had no particular beef with the man. 
Now I do. Then perhaps you should think of your sister in the same terms. After all, she is responsible for Mary's mother's death. Mm. We spent four days on Flotsam, in the middle of an ocean. It was a miracle we survived. Yeah, that it is. I, I'm <laughs> pretty glad I saved your life at this point. <laughs> um, mainly because it gives me a chance to say, in Elite culture, um, blood feuds and so forth, you would have cause to face me one-on-one, sure. Clapping irons, it's a bit low. Um, but if you want to take this as a point of honor, there need not be a beef between us. My sister is her own woman. I understand you. It's nice to understand. It's so nice <laughs> to understand where the other man is coming from. I genuinely say it. Best of luck. I think she's going to be less of a challenge now. And then he smiles a little bit. goes, are you familiar with peg legs? <laughs> Well you done, see, <laughs> I took her leg. Do you happen to have it? How do you think we survived? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did they cannibalize a dick? Yes. Cap- oh. Jet scan, genuinely. <laughs> She's got it coming. <laughs> I don't know who wins in this situation. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. <laughs> That's wonderful. You are, you, you, for a man who I have just complimented on how not illic he is, <laughs> that is the most illic thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> Mary imbibed of this? That kid, that kid's gonna go far. Um, you watch out for that kid. Uh, you teach her all the sword fighting you can. Um, <clears throat> At that, he sort of has like a exasperated look on his face. He goes, she would much rather be trained as a young lady. I'm sure she would. For now. She'll grow up. <laughs> She's had I'm an interaction. This is a phase with children. She I... has had an interaction with the sea bitch. That kid will come around. <laughs> as I said, once this unpleasantness is mm. resolved. And the greater unpleasantness in general. You means of war? Yes, of <laughs> course. I'm sorry, I am forget I'm talking to an Illic. <laughs> I'm far more used to dealing with, shall we say, more civilized people. Oh, there's no need to be mean. Um, uh, he furrows his brow at that and he goes, that wasn't an insult. <laughs> no, I know. Um, Castellan, you, you gave us three options. We leave as enemies, friends, or allies. I'm seeing only the enemies and friends. If you're wanting me to hunt my sister for you, the answer is no. Without rancor. Um, but w- if, if there was another element to it, um, in the city, there are, for example, people trying to kill you. People in masks. I like killing people in masks. <laughs> I'm not so worried about them. My Do you know who's hand around? here has been soft. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought that was the best way to approach this. They nope. are going to discover that I am not someone to be trifled with. Um, would you 
object to my party and I involving ourselves in the masked vigilante issue. I like you, Scan. You're pragmatic. That's not something I generally encounter. So I'll be blunt. If you and your friends behave yourselves within my city, you and I will not have any problems. Am I understood? In full candor, you've actually allayed my worries quite significantly, so <laughs> I thought she was in trouble. <laughs> she is, but not for the reasons I was worried about. <laughs> she's, she's some sort of pirate queen, albeit missing a limb. I at least know where she is. I am like, that is why I'm happy. I, 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 my worries was that she was this cult of the dragon. She was some sort of hooded acolyte crawling around a cave system, praying to some dragon god that they were trying to bring into a being to solve it, to destroy the world. I am overjoyed to find that she is sinking vessels. <laughs> She's doing, she, she knew I was a pirate. I, she's such a copycat. <laughs> All this has to one-up me. <laughs> he just looks at you like blank. <laughs> Do you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I had an elder brother. Oh, don't tell me he died on the boat. No, he Good. died many years before. I'm sorry. It is rough to lose a sibling. Um, yes, well, my father took it worse than I did. I'm sure he did. Are you Erhard by birth? Of course. The accent didn't give it away. Uh, accents can be learned. If you're trying to learn the Erhut accent... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. Um, so if I wanted to do a better impression of an Erhut accent, I would. <laughs> Proud of my heritage and all that. Um, yeah, sorry. You were saying, you like me. I like you. We're friends. This is good. But I will kill your sister. Just yeah, yeah. Be absolute. No, no. Nine, nine. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> kill her. She deserved it. Give it a go. He's, he's really. It's that's that is genuinely the like. He's like, no, no. This is between you and her. He scan is privately thinking. I should probably step in, but this guy has an army. Not now. Is now is not the time. He did float the whole "I'll fight you in an even duel," um, and Castellan didn't go for it. And he's like, oh, "It's probably for the best," because I like I'm okay with not doing that. Um, so let's 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 let let bygones be bygones. And now I have a fairly good idea where to look for for my sister. Um, and also, it doesn't seem like this is a pressing concern for him. This is an ongoing. I will have my vengeance eventually. Sort of a deal. He's he has probably the, not the only one. He ha yeah. This is it. Also, so I'm like, she's a pirate queen. She knows what she's doing. She could probably handle herself, albeit missing a leg. Um, I'm interested to find out what the deal is, but this is a lot more information that Scanus possessed previously and is happy to have it. He's actually, like, he's pretty stoked with the way this conversation has gone. He's not being clapped in irons. He's found out where his sister is. He's found out that she's mostly okay. And also, answers to the Marduk business was kind of nice as well. Um, he's pretty stoked about how everything that's gone on here. <laughs> So, <laughs> he may have reasons to not be, but he's not fully aware yeah, of them at the that's time. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, he then goes, I will allow you to have full run of this city. I will sign documents that allow you passage between our checkpoints. As to the 
peace in this city, I will ask you to Not simply this. let me know if you come across any information you think pertinent, and should you clear up the problem yourselves, well, I'm sure there's perhaps something I can do in return for you. Not many people would come to Ratu without a purpose, so my next question is, why are you here? The first city nearest to Orim, which was burning when we left it. I see. Do you require lodgings here? I believe we are sorted on that front. Um, there was Longer term lodgings is what I'm talking about. Oh, look. Um, it's very kind. I believe we are sorted on that front. Um, if the situation changes, um, I, I would have to consult with all of our party. I don't believe the plan is to stay particularly long. Uh, it's more of a, we want to go somewhere a little less heated. Did you have a destination in mind? We're going to try and figure it out. We don't have any place in mind at the moment, I don't think. I have one last question for you, Mr. Thufferson. A request, really. I would ask two favours of you. Mm-hmm. Not your group. You. I have with my adjunct two envelopes. One of them contains a message for your erstwhile companion, Ryland Westfall, who I know is in my city because, and he gestures to a piece of paper on his desk, apparently my soldiers arrested her last <laughs> night and then released her without checking with me. So she's okay? Well, she was injured. I don't know if she's okay now. Hmm. Apparently she's attracted the ire of some kind of criminal organisation. The second oh. envelope is for your sister. Oh, sure. If you should encounter her before I do, I would like you to hand that to her. Its contents are private. You would do well to respect that privacy. Sure. Um, what, may I inquire of the contents of the letter to Ryland? Or is that also private? If that is... That's that is private, but I assume since you are... Uh, she would probably tell me. <laughs> Well, I, I won't was... lie that she's not here. Obviously, she's here. <laughs> yes, the deception was amateurish at best. There are only so many dragonborn in the world, and only a few known to be silver. Even less wearing Erhard-style clothing and armor. No matter. The letter details a private message for her, and if she feels that she needs to pass on any of its relevant information, I'm sure she will. Absolutely. I, I can certainly promise you the first. Um, the second, look, I'll take the letter. If I encounter my sister, I will certainly give it to her. Um, I can't say that I'll necessarily run into her. You have actually allayed a lot of my fears. Um, do you want me go looking for her? I already have people looking for her currently. She's uh, gone to ground. As any good pirate does. Um, <clears throat> well, look, I... I, I will give it her the letter if I find her. I'm, I won't lie to you and say I'm not looking for her, but I'm not looking for her as vigorously as I was before. Obviously, she's my sister, and if someone has wanted to kill her, I want to give her a letter from the man. <laughs> uh, he smiles very dryly at that and goes, as I said, if you see your sister. Sure. That we can do. Consider this... He makes a gesture between the two a amicable 
end to this conversation. Good. Draws a blade. Mm-hmm. Slowly. Mm-hmm. And with no no obvious malice. And runs it very lightly across his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And then holds out a hand to shake. He looks at your hand. Now, tell me a little bit about this ritual here. Uh, it's an illic thing. It's uh, not a not a, a blood not a blood brotherhood, but a blood a blood bond. He is swearing to do what you have asked. And obviously, the appropriate response would be to do the same. Yes. Yeah. What is the response taken to mean if it is not returned? That it's sort of a mutual trust. You have said, if you're going to do some big shit in my city, clear it with me first. If you're not. You, you're free to you're free to do we we are we are good uh it's basically it it seals in blood everything that this conversation has just entailed um right. everything that we've both said in honesty to each other is sealed in blood yeah he clasps your hand but he does not blood himself he gives castellan a good look it gives the hand a good look and then he says the blood is on you then and it will remain until it is washed away. And he just eyeballs you, and you know exactly what he means by that. He's talking about your sister. Mm-hmm. So as far as he's concerned, he gave his blood back then? Okay. Um, so is, is he considers himself bound to this? To your illic mind, this would be acceptance of what you are putting on the table but feeling aggrieved to the point where he couldn't accept it from his position. So Scan takes the letters with his bloody hand, and he's not particularly careful. That's it's a Well, the letters are with the Adjuan, so he doesn't have them on the table or anything. But, but yeah, you can leave. It would and, be obviously taking them with... And Castellan <clears throat> watches you the whole time as you leave. Um, he, he turns and says, Best of luck with a little one. If you want someone else to do any classes, happen to know a particularly gifted dragonborn. You hear the slightest chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost so quiet that you're not certain it happened. As he walks away. <laughs> Scan, you return to the sitting room where you find Abella and Nessel. Licking my fingertips. It would have been about a 20-minute conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. And I'm, I'm, I, I arrive going... We are free to go. Oh, that makes that oh, easy. Oh, excellent. Uh, better. We've got the run of the city. Well. What did you I have mean, to do to get that? I'm going to notice the licking of the hand and deliberately choose to not comment on it. It's an illic thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Our dear friend Castellan. If that's what we're calling that. Super duper grudges. My oh, sister yeah? sank his boat. <laughs> he took her leg. But you know, fair doesn't fair. seem like a fair exchange. But 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 also but also this fun thing, Marduk, you know, big red. Oh yeah, red guy, red, that we red killed. dude that yeah. we killed. Yeah, he was Barely. on the boat. He wasn't on. Oh, he was on Bodle's boat. <gasps> oh, I am entirely unsure of what to make of this. I wonder if she's gonna be mad about that. Yeah, look, is about a kind of hope. She so? did the sinking, to, to about a year ago. Marduk was in Orim two weeks ago. So we don't know what happened between that yeah, time. Yeah, I have no timeline on that. Um, but given what DuPont... Also, DuPont's a fucking liar. Um, Shocker! 
He knows to, the Pont okay. Nez, Nezol would just raise an eye at you, just like, yeah, you've never liked your Pont. No, though. no, 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 no. But uh, like, 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 legit, Nezol would just be like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, instantly, yeah. instantly not going to trust you on that one. Dude. And cats <laughs> like water, and horses like running, whatever. Um, out of character question, would we have heard about your sister? We'd know you were there when the conversation happened. Yeah, we'd know he was looking for her. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Um, you made a negotiation for information with your, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any person who probably doesn't know about it is Charlie. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the 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 the, the TED talk notes are um, <laughs> on the website. On the website. Uh, uh, what is si- this? <clears throat> I have no idea. It's, 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 it's this you- guy Ted. He goes around all the different yeah. towns and I've just heard, talks to people. This, this that sounds heart, like the worst guy. Oh my he's god! This, this dude called Ted. Um, he's a, some sort of stevedore, and he just travels from port to port, going giving weird talks about you know. As a viable industry, you could totally turn seashells into money. Here's my five-step program on how to do that. Oh, I've heard about that guy. He's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I much prefer large cylinders of um, coral. Um, anyway, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, she's, she sinks his boat. She gets upset. He gets upset, nearly dies, eats her leg. like that detail. Like, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's backtrack just to the last point. Cuts what? her leg off and then uses it to survive. That makes more sense. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like a recreational activity. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, glaring in okay. her, I cut so her leg off. I need to be super, super duper clear because I feel it is useful for your information going forwards with the interactions with this man. This man has. The reason he is looking after the little girl is because he was looking after the little girl and her mother, Bodle, oh, Bodle's no. ship, on the killing of the mother. Oh. And uh, I don't know if you've spotted it, but uh, the little girl is missing tips of fingers. Little girl and Castellan, our friend here, uh, only people who survive, do so for four days on flotsam. Oh, and the leg. And the leg. I feel Not like... Not entirely certain how much moisture they'd have gotten, but this guy is seriously resilient, seriously ruthless, and happy to be partially cannibalistic. Let's not... Don't fuck with, with him. him. At the same time, he super wants to kill my sister, and I kind of want to watch it happen. Um, <laughs> not, not because I think my sister is in any danger. <laughs> I'm looking at Scan a little concerned. Look. Not sure what about yet. By, by, by Earhart standards, the fact that I walked away from that meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he would have, within Earhart, be a, have his, within his rights to have me killed. Or certainly... Imprisoned. Hello? Hello? Uh, the door opens and uh, an adjuant steps in and hands a pile of documents out. He goes, compliments of Commander Stellan. Thank you. Um, I'm assuming that's our run of the city. Yeah. Sorted. I, and I look. And yeah, they yeah. Are. They're yeah. basically just like, do whatever, <laughs> let them do whatever they want. Sign Castella. No, it's not really exactly what it is says. Is there yeah. like a number of people sort of mention the documents? Uh, they, are, they are, basically, whoever holds this has, basically, has the right to pass, and then it has a seal on it. Never. He he offered us lodgings, or at least I feel like he did. Um, I declined. I hope that's okay with you guys. Yeah, I don't want to stay here. Fuck that. Yeah, but also uh, Ryland. Um, he gave no, me, I don't think she probably wants he, to stay here he gave her. He gave me a letter for her. We should. I, 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 I'm not... He asked me not to open it. Right. Scared. I'm going to leave it there and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no it's respect. been a while since we saw Ryland. We 
Like, I've... even if we open the letter, we should probably find her. Oh, look, that's... Look, if you're not going to take the offer... I'm going to point out that I'm already holding the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> and a knife. <laughs> We're not doing this? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I Look, if we found Ryland, then she'll tell us what it says. Yeah. Mm. Let's, or, let's... And I was like, got the... <laughs> or, down. or we could open it and then tell her what Wee! it says. I open it straight away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. The note... Reads as follows. Please tell me it's a love letter. I really love the... (laughs) (laughs) The note reads as follows. Lady Ryland, you may not remember me, but I remember you. The King's Ball 16 years ago, where I approached you and asked for your hand to dance, was perhaps the most embarrassing moment of my young adult life. (laughs) I have, however, grown older and wiser with age. I realise now that it was presumptive of someone of my station to even consider approaching a lady of your rank and standing within the court. However, the fortunes of the world seem to enjoy upending what might be considered the proper way of things, and we now find ourselves in different positions. I am aware of the scandal that is following you, perhaps more so than even you. If it has escaped your notice, I must warn you that the Crown Prince has personally placed a bounty for your arrest of a significant sum. This, I fear, is an effort to save face and silence detractors, as his recently betrothed is your rumoured paramour, Lord General Gideon's daughter, Lady Eleanor Gideon. As our paths have separated over these many years and a curiosity given way to lived experience, I no longer hold the naive boyish infatuation I once did. But affection never truly fades away, and as such, I must warn you of the situation you now find yourself in. Whilst you are in my city, know that I will do my utmost to shield you from the repercussions of your decisions. You are safe here. As safe as anyone can be. Even my power has a finite leash. Be careful. Yours. Castellan Reed. Guys, we shouldn't go to Earhart anytime soon. We also... Shouldn't go. Shouldn't to... tell Ryland what this says. Or we could go to Earhart. I think there are three. Yeah, there are three people in this conversation. So I will have probably read this out. No, did you read it aloud, or did you yes. read it by yourself? No, I read it aloud. I've just finished reading the letter, aloud, and I'm but going quietly. to fold it back up, and I'll put it back in the envelope, and I'm going to say, "We are going to give this to Ryland to her." And not mention anything. And if she asks if there was an envelope, we will just shrug. Um, was it sealed with a seal? It was. Can um, So there's a relatively simple process with that, which a forger would know. Mm. Um, you just warm the wax slightly and then reattach. You, you, you slice yeah. the wax off neatly with a knife and then warm it with the knife blade and then reattach it. I have without a f- damaging the... I have the feeling, though, the way that Abella opened this, it is not... Let's be honest, it was, with, it was with a flourish. If the seal wasn't broken, you could seal the letter with the seal and yeah. not have it in an envelope. 
there's any number of combinations you can try here. Let me know if you want to do something. Um, look, Scan goes like, I did say that this would only be read by her. I said that in full knowledge of Abella. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the offer that I basically placed in front of you. But could we have, like, maybe made some effort to... <laughs> Fine! <laughs> okay, so okay. while she does that, I turn to Scan and go... So he knew who Ryland was. Did he say anything else that might help us find her? No. He has no idea where she is. Oh, no. Sorry, he did. Yeah. Um, she was picked up by his guards when they, they let her go last night. This morning. Um, they right. picked her up last night. She spent a night in a jail cell, apparently, and then went away. Because uh, I feel like the guards are in shit now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they had no idea. Um, I don't blame the guys. <clears throat> was there anything else? I feel like if he was offering us lodging, there would be a reason for it? Would, uh, no, he's just being... Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, probably maybe wants to keep an eye on us. Sure. Then, but he wasn't too fast when we didn't say... When I was like, no, no, we're good. Um, he wanted to know where we were going next, but I said we hadn't decided. To be fair, I don't think we exactly had. That was no. just a general idea. I'm still very interested in going to, to Key. I know everybody is. I'm not. But that's, yeah, we haven't decided. <laughs> Which is why I was honest when I said it. <laughs> um, so, shall we go looking for Ryland? And where's Charlie? Hi, everyone. It's your Dungeon Master here. And today I'd like to talk to you about Variant Ventures. Variant Ventures is a group dedicated to cultivating a community of creators, artists, and players focused in tabletop roleplay games. They seek to enhance the experience of the hobby and create an open and safe space to grow. The Artisan Guild is open and active with digital art, crochet creations, dice making, chain mail, writers, and more. Their code of ethics and contact info can be found at variant-ventures.com. I checked out their shop recently, and I have to say, I really love their not-a-mimic tote bag. There's a cool little shot showing the inside lining of the bag's mouth, which is just resplendent with teeth. It's a nifty little thing. I wouldn't mind owning one myself. Maybe that's something that you'd be interested in. So like I said, definitely go check out VariantVentures.com. That's Variant-Ventures.com. And you know who else you should check out? That's right. It's your boy, Nerds of the West. Nerds of the West are a tabletop board game enthusiast community that are centered around the Twitch streams that they put out every week and their YouTube channel. You can check them out at twitch.tv slash nerds of the West, or you can check them out on YouTube under the same name. Look, I'm a big fan of board games in general, but I do enjoy a good social deduction game. And recently the nerds played One Night Ultimate Werewolf and uploaded it to their YouTube channel. It's pretty good. You definitely need to check it out. They're throwing accusations from the get-go. It is one of those games that you just go in amped up and ready to to just lie your ass off or tell nothing but the truth or somewhere in between and for some reason it's just an absolute blast to watch and to play definitely go check them out that's nerds of the west on youtube and on twitch now just a little bit of housekeeping to round out this ad break as you may know we have a patreon that just started up and i'm very happy to say a big thanks to cat thompson our newest patreon supporter if you're like Kat and you'd like to support the podcast, definitely consider dropping by and checking out the Patreon. We've got some very cool stuff coming up in the near future. Can't say much about it yet, but we will be releasing our new side lore podcast, There Be Dragons Origins Westwall, very, very soon. And once again, big thanks to Kat for coming on and helping us out. 
Beyond a thanks to Kat, there's not much else to say this ad break, so let's get back to the story at hand. And hey, thanks for listening. Ryland. Yes? You emerge from a alleyway, having left two corpses piled up on one on top of the other with their pants pulled down behind a rain barrel. Well, I'm down a quarter of my hit points. So. Yes. <laughs> but you also suffering wounds from the previous night and, you know, other I'm not things. in great shape. No. So you're probably a little bit hairy. You could use your second wind to heal yourself. To heal yourself. In action. To sort of. I would allow you to do that if you'd like. And so then that way it's sort of out of combat. You sort of steady yourself and you, you'd essentially get some hit points back. Okay. That's a good idea. It says right. 1d10 plus 5. So plus 13. That actually takes me back up to full health. Hey. Excellent. So I would like you first of all to make a perception check. You have advantage on this, by the way. Oh. 14. Quite easy to see from here. 18. Plus. Mm, nothing. Okay. To your left, which would take you towards the floating market, which is a whole pile... Like, you can actually see, like, this... this it's, a, it's an impromptu bridge made of all these different barges and small ships. Uh, not even ship. It wouldn't even be the right word. Boats. You see two things. You see a group of approximately 12 people looking in your direction in a crowd, and they're all doing that thing that people do when they see someone they want to get to behind other people, and they're, like, starting to push people out the way. Uh, and then you see Charlie Roughhouse, who just has seen you. How far away are we? Uh, so you would be about 100 feet away. Yeah, so Charlie... Is there people between us? Oh, yeah, that's uh, the markets. It's fairly bustling. So I'm on the shoreline now by the river? Yeah. So Are there any boats? So you've stepped out, and this little, it's like a little road that's got like a, a, like a brick wall that goes straight into the river. Mm. It's about 10 foot across. So it's a fairly wide space road. You could probably fit a, car, a small cart on here. There are a few people on this road and they are heading towards the market. But to your right, this thing basically continues on and then you see like maybe 200 feet further down to your right, you see a like a small dock area. There's like crates of cargo and there is a larger vessel, still a barge, but a larger barge than the others that you've seen, uh, tied up. People are taking stuff off it. Is there any smaller sort of boat that one slightly bloody dragonborn could handle by herself? Uh, there are smaller boats in the market, and then there is the larger one further down at this little dock area. But I will have to go through the crowd to get to the market. Yes, absolutely. Damn you. <laughs> Couldn't just be a little rowboat tied up in the river and I can... No narrative convenience, unfortunately. Sail away. What, what about some sort of manhole cover? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you hear the smell... You, hear, you smell the scent of pizza wafting up from... <laughs> as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tortles jump out. Say, no... Um, um, you can swim. Yeah, but I'm not in great shape, and it would attract attention. Attention has already been attracted. I mean, the majority of the crowd don't seem to notice you, but these, like I said, 12 people. Um, in one place? Group? Uh, spread out uh. Uh, through it. So prob- they probably were, like, looking for you, and then one of the... Basically, what you've seen is someone go, ah, make some kind of noise, and then you've seen, like, all these heads just snap in your direction. Okay. But then again, you've also seen Charlie Roughhouse. <clears throat> I mean, Did he also Charlie would be uh, Charlie wouldn't notice that. Charlie's that's not looking for it. Uh. Charlie would be walking through the crowd anyway towards Ryland, mm-hmm. like going. Oh no, no, sorry. I meant, did Charlie notice Ryland? That was my question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed her end of the episode yeah. last. Well, for all that, I don't think my odds of getting through that crowd without getting shanked again uh, great. Um, I would like to have someone on my team, so I'm gonna, you know, 
tell myself that, you know, what's a few shankings to get out of this shithole <laughs> and head towards the markets. Okay, cool. So you duck left and you're heading towards these gr- these people. Please roll initiative. They rolled 19. What did you roll? A 20. Excellent. 90, 20. So that puts you up to what? 22? All right, Ryland. You approach the group. That'll um, You'll get to one of them easily with your move action. It is a large elf. Uh, he's quite muscular. He looks like he probably works in a dock or something. And he's got a like a sailor tattoo on his shoulder. He's wearing like the almost like a, a, a sailor's vest of some kind. Uh, and just like tied off pants. Is he visibly armed? No. Has he actually attacked me? <laughs> no, but he very clearly wants to attack you. Yeah, can, like, yeah. is knocking people into the water an option here? Uh, this guy's on uh, the solid ground, but you could grapple him and then in your next turn move and throw him in the water. All right, so I'll put the butt of my axe into his stomach. Cool. Uh, 18 plus 7. Yeah, that absolutely hits 25. <laughs> nice. Nice. Plus <laughs> strength. Uh, four. four. Yep. He goes down. Count. How do you dispatch him? I hit him in the gut and then basically I'll grab him by the back of the neck and basically shove him away yeah. from me. He disappears into the crowd. Cool. Uh, the other two who are closest to him turn and start shouting, There she is, get her! I'd get the gist of that, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> there she is sounds is usually something, even if you don't speak a language, you can a, a get the gist general, of. General shouts of alarm is my point. Would Charlie have heard that? Uh, roll me a perception check. Disadvantage. 16. It would have cut through the crowd. Because I would be looking at Ryland. So I yeah. would have seen Ryland, like, interact with a person. Assault someone. And yeah. then, like, yells and people looking at it. How so. subtle was it? <laughs> I wouldn't have been trying to make a big scene. No, but... Uh, like, I hit, around him, I hit him with the blunt end. I was being <clears throat> nice. Yes, but it's more that, like, Charlie's actively like, ooh, there's Ryland. I'm going to go see Ryland. And then... Oh, yep. shit. She just clubbed a guy with the butt of her axe. No worries. At the end of this turn, you will be able to roll initiative. Yep. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, so, yes, these other two push through the crowd and make their way to you. Uh, but you see Charlie's expression just through the crowd kind of go, well, actually, how does Charlie's face express? It would be like, oh, look, it's Ryland, like, all happy, and then that, and sort of like, mm, what's going on here? Like, furrowing of the brow. Yeah, so it just, I, I, yes, like, as in, like, a, hmm, yeah, a bit of a confusion, but also, like, it looks like... It looks like this house is about to get a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> Crack of the knuckles, let's go, boys. You know, as a free action, you are able to talk as well, Ryland. I don't think, like, so far telling them, just fuck off. I just no, want to no not necessarily to them. Charlie's reasonably close by. Yeah, he's about 60 foot away. Mm. Hey, Charlie, I need a swift exit. No? Yep. Uh, I've got your back. House. <laughs> um, this house has gotten a little rough. Not rough as it as it can get. Okay. Not as Charlie is it. <laughs> the, two el- the two elves that are approaching are like, "Come on, guys! I need to do my thing." No, uh, no. They walk up, um, and you notice they both have daggers in their hands that they pull out from sheaths hidden in their arms, uh, and they are going to both attack you. Can Does... I pull my shield up? Yeah, you can pull your shield up if you'd like. Basically, I'll take one hand off my axe and grab my shield. Okay, great. Oh. Uh, they rolled a twenty. Does that beat your AC? Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, hang on. Chain, yeah, it's 18. Chain 16 plus 2. Yeah. Are you going to parry this? I can only parry if I've taken damage. Okay, well, they've done 5 damage to you as they bring this dagger and they try to stab you in the gut. 
So the next person. Five total or five from total. both of them? No, no, sorry. That was one okay. guy's attack. The other one, he only rolled 14, so he didn't hit. Yes, I would like to parry, please. Cool. So you add your dex modifier. Okay, so it's plus two. Uh, four plus two, so six. So yeah, I, I get the lot. So the dagger, can, time restarts. The dagger heads towards you and you... I, how, how do you deflect this knife that is pretty much heading for your ribcage? Um, oh, well, I got my shield out, so I'll bounce it off my shield. Yeah, very nice. Uh, the metal clang rings out. The guy looks a little bit surprised because <laughs> he probably doesn't deal with people who are actually able to fight on a day-to-day basis. Uh, the other guy attempts to stab you and fails. Um, I think he's thrown by the fact that his mate was deflected off and that probably interrupted his attempt to get you in the side. And that's the end of the turn. So, Charlie, could you please roll me an initiative? Certainly. Not so good. Just an eight. Oh. Just an eight. Okay, so you go last. <clears throat> Back to the top. Ryland, what would you like to do? You have two dead men walking in front of you. <laughs> well, I assume they'll be dead men. Unconscious men, maybe. Oh, Depends how nice she's being. Part of me really wants to try and make as little of a scene as possible and then part of me wants to make a massive scene in the hope it deters further attacks. Um, if you'd like to keep it a, as quiet a scene, because they're not making their attacks as obvious as they could. Mm. The shouts are obviously things, but like it's shouting across a crowd, right? Um, you could roll a stealth check and I'd be willing to use that as an indication as to how surreptitious this whole combat is. Yeah. Uh, 14. A few people have started to notice and they're definitely making their way out, out of the way. But at the moment, the crowd as, a, as an entity does, is not aware of the fact that there, are, there is a struggle occurring. And what would you like to do? Um, the guy who tried to stab me and I blocked with my shield. Mm-hmm. He's a mean-looking elf. He's got a scar that runs under his chin, a bit missing out of his ear. And does he have any other weapons apart from his dagger? Uh, no, just the dagger in his hand. Um, he's dressed in, in plain street clothes as well. Um, you could reasonably assume that these guys are probably, if not, they're, they're probably not members of this shadowy criminal organisation. They're probably people who just heard through the grapevine that there was a bounty. Mm. These guys strike you as uh, city roughs, people who would mug people in alleyways, that are the, maybe a small gang mm. that kind of operate in one street or one area. And have a chance to make some yeah, good some, money. some very good money, and they're definitely taking that. So these guys probably patrol the floating market and like pilfer and shake down traders, that sort of stuff. Protection rackets, that sort that, of thing. Yeah, they don't they don't strike you as being like they they're like the people who would work for the people who work for the people. If that makes sense, right? Right. <clears throat> Not even the. Do they men. deserve to die right now? <laughs> well, look, everyone's got to make a living. If they're trying to make you die. Then yes. That is the problem. They are definitely trying to make me die, but I'm trying to minimise, you know, I'm trying to give the rest of the people the, <laughs> the, the you know... Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Um, fine, I'll crack him in the head with the flight of the axe. Okay. Uh, so it's a non-lethal attack? Yep. Uh, 16 plus 7. <laughs> Against an unarmoured elf? Yeah, I'm pretty certain that does something. Let's see <laughs> what it does, though. <laughs> Probably like a small... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Five. Five damage total? Yeah. Basically, uh, I whack his knife aside with my shield yeah. and then I basically crack him on the forehead. So you twist the flat yeah. in your hand? Yeah, cool. Um, he steps back, blood starts to well from a cut on his head and he just looks really surprised. He's still upright, but like that sort of stunned upright. Surprise. Of all the things that could have happened today, that was like probably not on his list. <laughs> Okay, uh, you do have multiple attacks. There is another elf there if you would like to do something with him. 
Awesome. This guy has a jaunty earring on his earlobe. Rip it out. With your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the half elf and the elf. This is just like this. Uh, basically, I'm going to turn and do exact same thing to the other one. <laughs> I love the mental image. You're like, boop, boop. <laughs> just like, it's almost, you don't even move. You just sort of like, just go whack, ding, whack. Ding. Yeah, yeah that's it. All. You ring their bell. Exactly. I ring yeah. their bells. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, 14 plus 7. Yeah, 21. That hits. that hits. Absolutely, that hits. Boom. Uh, for that time, so 8 damage. 8 damage? Yeah. Uh, this one goes down. <laughs> He's like, you hit the one... <laughs> I, I, I like to think of Rylan having hit the first one and going, oh, I didn't quite use enough force, and then hitting the other one with it. And just, he goes, I think he flies sideways and kind of behind you into the crowd, and you you hear like a, uh, like a very comfortable thud, and then like, ah, as someone steps on him. <laughs> and then you notice that there are five others pretty damn close to you. You could get close to one of them easily. Two on your left, three on your right. If you're facing towards Charlie, he's behind the middle one. Has the stunned one retreated to the point where she could move without a disengagement? Uh, no. But if I move, I'm only disengaging from him, not the rest of them. Exactly. How close am I to a boat? Uh, there are many boats in the floating market <clears throat> directly in front of you. However, they are probably not that easy to get from the, um, the platforms that have been laid out. There is a small dinghy that seems to be selling sheepskin. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is faced the wrong way. So I'm better off standing and fighting. Charlie, incidentally, is on the opposite side of this dinghy. Um, well, I'll say, um, like, I'm not going to shout it, but loud enough so they can definitely hear me. Hmm. I don't want to kill you all, but I promise you I will. Yeah, roll me, a, roll me a, uh, an intimidation at disadvantage. I thought oh. you were doing, you were rolling really well. <laughs> you were. What did we roll? A five and a one. Never use Angela's dice. Never mm. using Angela's dice again. I critically fail. They are not intimidated at all. I get the feeling that you're like, your voice breaks. I'm like, I don't want to kill you, but I will. I I just get the feeling that she's saying she doesn't want to kill them, but she's just like non-lethally hit the other two, and they're like, yeah, that doesn't add up. (laughs) Uh, Also, she looks probably fucking tired. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, I I don't want to have to kill you all. Mainly because I really want to fucking nap, but... (laughs) Would that have been said loud enough that I would have heard, heard, or... Roll me a perception check. Nine, so let's call that a 17. Yeah, you would have heard that, barely. Um, and yeah, I think you can actually hear the stress and the tiredness in Rylan's voice. Mm-hmm. Basically, if they go for me now, it's a fucking bloodbath, it's on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> unless you are going to do something else. Nope, I'm going to stand my ground. They can come to me. All right, the other five push through the crowd. Two of them get to you. They're on your left, flanking you. The one who was surprised sort of like blinks a couple times, wipes his face, and then attempts to stab you again with the knife. Does a 14 beat your arm class. No, it does not. Okay. He misses. However, as he misses, roll me an an opposed athletics check as one of the guys tries to effectively shoulder check you and grab you in the process. What do you mean? Oh, opposed. They're trying to grapple you. Well, I'll use athletics because it's higher. Okay. Uh, you must beat a 17. That does it. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, 15 plus 7, so 22. I, I like the idea of you sort of just being like... Shield it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you shoulder check him. <laughs> With a shield. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of glances off and, and gets, like, thrown into a, uh, someone who stumbles back, looks at them like, what, what the hell are you doing, mate? And he pushes him out the way. Um, and then the third fellow comes in and while you're distracted attempts to sneak attack 
Does an 18 beat your armor class? Equals beats. Equals beats. Okay. Uh, he, as you deflect his mate, he comes in in your open guard position and hits you for 12 points of damage. I parry. Excellent. Again. Excellent. Five. Okay, so numbers, you, numbers, you take numbers. eight damage. Didn't he hit for 12? Take seven points of damage. Numbers, 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 numbers. <laughs> my bad, my bad's mad. They don't call you Matthew. <laughs> Yeah, they, do. they don't. They call me Matt. <laughs> I'm glad that you went there because I was like, I can't find a way to make that into a workable joke. But you pushed through. I don't get it. <laughs> Matt. Matthew. Oh, nice. There was nothing to get. No. <laughs> it was nice. fucking no. nothing to no, get. No, I'm going to. I it's, very much appreciate that I appreciate that. that. Joke. Thank good, you, Tristan. It's been a long solid, week. I was very impressed with it. Solid eight out of ten, that one. Mm. Solid five out of okay. seven. Five out of seven. <laughs> Perfect score. Yeah. <laughs> I give it an I get it a five out of ten. So uh, two people behind you suddenly have crossbow bolts erupt into their backs. Oh yeah. And fall over. They are innocent yeah. civilians and the crowd panics and clears the way between you and three of the other remaining uh, people who are trying to assault you. One of them is carrying a short sword and the other two now have two empty sh- uh, hand crossbows. And they are like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, is, is all of this happening between me and Ryland? Yes. So there's crossbow people. You are actually like 20 foot behind the guy with the short sword. Like, what about those two crossbow people that just killed? They're flanking him on either side. So. Good. Good. Yeah. You could easily take them. <laughs> Can I just for a bonus action say, well, that was a shit shot, both of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless their intention was to clear the way, in which yeah. case it worked very nicely. One of, they rolled pretty bad. Uh, What's the crowd's initiative? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the crowd are clearing the area. They don't really get an initiative. This is all happening as you speak. Yeah, but no. You now have a pretty much an open courtyard as everyone attempts to get out the way. Fantastic. Um, you can also see that the remainder of this gang, another five individuals, are now pushing their way very, very badly through uh, a on-rushing, fleeing horde of people. So how many people is that in total who are now trying to kill me? Two are unconscious, one is injured, there are five in front of you, so that brings us to a total of eight, then there are another, fi- another five. Um, Please yeah. don't kill my character. Charlie. <laughs> yeah, might I have my it turn? It is your turn. Okay. There is a small boat with sheepskin and I a don't give a shit about the front. boat. Those three people that were in front of me, the two that just crossbowed and the guy in between them with the yep. short sword. Um, so they're about 20 feet away from me? Yep. Brilliant. Alright, let's do it this way. I'm gonna walk up. So they're only 20 feet, so I use 20 feet of movement. Okay, and I'm going to... So I'm going to make three attacks against three different people. Okay. But I want to narratively do it by grabbing the sides of the heads of the two people that just had the crossbows and bashing them into the head of the guy in the middle. Okay, so the guy on the left uh, does a... Uh, uh, does a 15 hit? Absolutely. Guy in the middle... That's a 13. Yeah, that hits. And then the other guy, also a 13. That also hits. Great. So you've managed to, you have hit all three of them. Yep. Roll your damage for each attack and then tell me what you do. Jesus. You're more than five. Six damage, six damage. So hang on, so that's 11. That's 11. And that will only be a six. Um. So I grab, so we'll call the guy in the middle. No, we'll call the guy on the left as the one I did six damage to. Yep. The other two I do 11 points of damage to. As I, Charlie sees that they've just killed innocent people. That upsets his sensibilities. Uh, so he <laughs> walks up and 
essentially like roughly grabs the two go- crossbow guys by the ears Snapping their and heads. bashes the, their heads into the guy in the middle's head. Yep. Sort of like... Yeah, no, it's a... It's bumping a, their heads It's together. a head sandwich. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so 11... the one in the middle with a, like a watermelon. Yeah, so 11 to the guy on the right, yep. 11 to the guy in the middle, and 6 to the guy on the left. Cool. Um, so, you hear the guy in the middle go, oh, you hit them. Um, the guy on the left say, oh... Oh, I feel really bad about that. And then you hear, <laughs> and then you hear, you're about to feel even worse. <laughs> and then I basically turned three heads into one head. Yep. Hopefully. Okay. So the one who said he felt really bad about that, he's still standing. However, he has such such a bad headache that he kind of wish he doesn't. The other two just completely drop to mm. the ground. Um, but yeah, this guy, he sort of does that thing of like, like your um. Saving Private Ryan marching up the beach of um, Normandy, like, ooh, don't really know what the fuck's going on. Shell-shocked, like, stumble. Um, but he's still up. I want to sort of just shift his gaze to me, sort of standing over him. Um, I'm going to try and make an intimidation check. Sure. Roll an intimidate check and then tell me what you say. <laughs> That's a nat 20 on the door. Very nice. <laughs> It's um, a lot better than Karen's It's okay, he rolled like a four. So Charlie basically sort of, while still holding his ear, turns it so that he's like, forces his head into his gaze and goes, If you don't get out of here now, I will remove your limbs very slowly from your body and feed them to your unconscious friends. Do you understand me? That's all in Bashanel as well. Oh, yeah. All the fluids. Yeah, no, like you smell urine. <laughs> and he just goes, Yes, sir. And, he, and Charlie sort of like, whilst holding his ears, sort of just shoves him yeah. away. like. And he joins the fleeing crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Bashano running away. <laughs> um, and then with the other 30... Yeah, we have no French listeners left at this point. <laughs> and then with the other 30 feet of movement, yep. I move towards... Is how far away is Ryland? If, oh, there's 40 remaining, so I'll move 30 feet. So Ryland's 10 feet away from me, yeah. and the other guys are 5 feet away. You can move up behind him, is my point. I just yeah, want yeah. to know so whether you're flanking him. Charlie's sort of fuming. Like, if it was a TV series, you could see heat waves coming from him as he sort of, like, walks up behind so, these people that are stabbing his friend. So, Ryland, a, um, a cliff face with a thundercloud above it approaches. <laughs> Good to see you, Charlie! Charlie just sort of nods, but he's uncharacteristically angry right There's now. a lot of relief in that, because <laughs> it was like, the danger's I'm about to get shanked a lot. The crew making their way through the crowd towards you are pushing people out of the way, and as they do, you can hear, like, distant bells ringing, the kinds rung by hand, which you assume is the local watch. Great, but it's shanked and arrested. So the crowd parts and reveals those five near-do-wells I mentioned before. Um, it's like that guy in Indiana Jones where the crowd just disperses and the guy's left standing there with us. Uh, you can see one is holding a heavy crossbow. Oh, good. Uh, two others are armed with knives. One has a short sword. And then there is this pretty large gentleman uh, wearing leathers who appears to be completely unarmed, but he is holding in both hands a set of heavy brass knuckle dusters. That, that would be armed. <laughs> well, I said appears. So, Charlie, you hear the man with the heavy crossbow turn to the large chap wearing the knuckle dust and goes, Fadley, he is almost as big as you. <laughs> oh, 
Uh-oh. <laughs> what, Charlie hears that? Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> the, the crowd's pretty much empty. But yeah, yeah. Says the little man with a crossbow. How far away from him are they? 30 foot. Oh. Does anyone else just picture the guy from the second Sherlock Holmes movie? Yeah. So to give you an idea of the order, left to right, it is dagger, dagger, short sword, knuckle dusters, heavy crossbow. And you also have the oh, guy no. in front of you between you and Charlie Ryland, yeah. who is still armed with a knife. Three with you, two with you upright, one prone. They're the unconscious people near Charlie and then the five of them that I just mentioned. Right. And the two unconscious ones near you. Don't care about the unconscious yeah. ones. They're out of the picture. Yep. <laughs> Focus on the ones that are still upright. Mm-hmm. Or at least in a position to be upright very shortly. Okay. Yeah. Top of the order, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I will swing at the nearest guy to me. Cool. Who is that? The one who tried to shank her. Yep. Sneak attack guy. Mm-hmm. Excellent. 15 plus 7. Yeah, that hits. And D8. Fuck off. Five. Five? Well, I'm, I'm going to kill now, so I'll basically try okay. to stick my axe into his neck. All right. Are you taking into account the fact your axe is damaged as well? Because don't forget it has a negative one on damage. Would that be on, to hit or on damage? It'd be on damage. Oh, great. That's four damage then. Four damage. No worries. A uh, spray of blood comes up as you, like, rake this across his midsection. He does not want to fight you anymore. He's... Very much not interested in this situation now that you're using the bladed end, but he is still alive. And I say, piss off. If you want, make an intimidate. Nine. Nah, he's still... He's going to hold ground, but I think now it's also part of the, partly because, like, the rest of the gang can see him. <laughs> I think if you were still in the crowd, he might have gone, yeah, no, nah, actually, fuck this. Right, well, I have another attack, so... Mm-hmm. I'll have another swing at him, actually. Yep. He didn't piss off, so... Well, he didn't have a chance... <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't care. Get him. I told him to do something. He didn't. 12 plus 7. 19. That hits. Not a 1, please. 5 plus 4. 9 damage. Like, how do you dispatch your foe? In the neck. Inwards. So it's oh, kind yeah. of cutting into, like, an adder. Like, if, if 90 degrees is the angle between the neck and the shoulder, she hits at 45. Yeah, I think that goes well in. And you just see the light in this guy's eyes just go out. He drops the dagger and just slumps to the ground. And the uh, blade comes away quite easily, actually. Yep. Uh, his mate is in front of you, and he is not happy. He just saw you kill his friend. The guy behind you begins to stand up. Mm-hmm. The guy in front of you attacks me. He does, but he does not do that well. I think he's sort of a little bit shook up by the fact that you just killed his mate. Uh, so he makes a blind jab at you with the dagger, and it misses. Cool. Um, however, the guy with the heavy crossbow levels it at you, Charlie, and goes, no one talks to Fadley that way, and fires. Does a 16 bitch your AC? It most definitely does not. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the crossbow he's... bolt whizzes towards off. you, and time slows down. Did you? Want Charlie does, like... Charlie just looks at him, doesn't even flinch. I can't do that unless it hits me. Oh. And yeah. then it pings off a peck. Um, <laughs> no, he just... The peck he, just moves out of the just, way. <laughs> he's staring at him and doesn't flinch because he's like, that's no, not going to hit me. And it just... <laughs> There's like a split second where you're like, oh, fuck, it's going to hit me, as it just whizzes past your eye. Mm. But it doesn't touch you. Like, you maybe get the slightest caress from, like, the, the fletching, mm. but it doesn't, like, it tickles. And then Charlie just sort of goes like... Shakes his head, like, you're next. The guy goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do something, Fadley. <laughs> um, Fadley pushes in front of his mate with a crossbow, and he's certainly not big in the sense of, like, if you lined each other up, uh, you he would not be 
anything on you. This guy's maybe six foot, but you can definitely tell he's had, he knows how to fight, like, and probably scraps. He just moves straight up to you and tries to clock, cold clock you. So how far away is he from me, sorry? You're 30 foot away? So 30 foot, yep. Cool, so cool. He, walks, he walks straight up to you and mm -hmm. like telegraphs, like you're like amateur. Yep. You would never telegraph a shot like this. And he brings that that attack down and uh, does a 19 hit your AC. It does not. That's okay, because he's got a second attack. And he, as he brings this big telegraph shot down, he actually brings, he does like a rabbit punch towards you. And that, and but misses you because he... So that big telegraph swing, Charlie just sort of like bends with it. And then the rabbit punch, he just sort of like... Flex does that flex, you know, like bodybuilders. Yeah, and they flex, and all of their stomach like vanishes into their spine. Yeah, and it's I like, think he was going for your gut. <laughs> yeah, and you just it's just like I didn't hit anything. What? Yeah, because Charlie just <laughs> goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the short sword and the two daggers, uh, both, all three rather, move towards you, Ryland. And the fellow with the short sword brings a nice over-the-top blow down on you. That's okay. Crit failed that one. Um, he brings the sword down and misjudges it and like you hear a nice clang as it hits the cobblestone and it actually unfortunately wedges into one of his unconscious friends no and he's like the guy starts screaming and he's like oh oh no i didn't how badly did you roll <laughs> I, I rolled a one <laughs> um the other two guys the knives uh split left and right and attempt to do another sneak attack that is not going to hit you at that will an 18 beat your AC? Equals beats. Equals beats. Okay. You sneak attacks you for five damage. So the guy on the left comes around. Basically, I think because of the fact that this guy hit the guy on the ground and he's screaming, and also there's the guy who's kind of stunned. It's a little bit hard to get in, but he tries to shank you and misses. But your attention is sort of drawn to him because he seems like the immediate threat. And the guy on the right, who, right from his perspective, you left to yours, slips around and just brings the knife in under the belt. And I'll parry again. Fantastic. How much damage is he trying to stop? Five. Cool. So um, six, so I block it completely. Cool. And yeah, you just deflect the blade. So he's like, ha, I've got you. Oh, shit. <laughs> she still has the shield. Curses! Yeah, yeah effectively, right? <laughs> cool. Charlie. All right. Who to murder now? Well, Fadley's right in front of me, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Fadley the dentist. <laughs> Fadley's going to need a dentist. I, I did. Um, Who is Fadley? It's a... Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten cats. Bill Bailey's sitting there reading an Indonesian to English phrase book, and they're like, "Oh, who is your dentist?" And he's like, "His <laughs> name is Fadley." <laughs> like, "Oh, he's the one who is also the actor." Yes, you are very lucky. Why? Your dentist is very attractive. Like, <laughs> this is a phrase book. Like, yeah. in I was actually not doing too badly. Like, a dentist not, isn't a bad career. In Indonesia oh, no. as well, yeah. yeah. And he's an actor. And he's attractive. And his oh. name's Fadley. At this point, I want to marry him. <laughs> oh, Fadley gets me hard. All right. So, no, he doesn't. He barely connects. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I just needed a name. Okay, so... Charlie sort of... You know, no, Charlie doesn't smile. Charlie just sort of shifts... The his, grim face of death like, turns towards Fadley. Shifts Badley. his eyes into it, like just stares at him and goes, that's not how it's done. I'm going to... First attack. Oh, that's only a four plus eight. So 12. Uh, that does not hit. Okay, so Charlie like throws that uh, a punch... 
a feint, if you will. Mm, a feint to his next attack, which is mm, a nine plus eight, so 17. That hits. So as he throws the punch and he moves, then Charlie sort of winks and throws an elbow backwards into the guy's temple. Yeah, right. So I think um, he dodges the first attack and is like, whatever. Yeah. And, oh. <laughs> so then that is, it's only six points of damage. Yep. Um, But I will spend that key point to get you to make a saving throw beat sure. 16. Um, It's a constitution saving throw to not be uh, stunned. He equals beats. So he just makes it. He stumbles. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll spend still hit though. That's why he's like, oh shit. Yeah, just I'll spend my up. second key point to flurry a blows him though. Just one at a time. That's a six plus eight, so that's fourteen. That hits, and it's a nineteen. So yeah, we'll hit it. So both nineteen hit. plus. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's eight, and that's ten. So he takes another eighteen points of damage. Yep. Is, is he unconscious? Or? No. Okay, cool. He's still upright. He doesn't look good, though. That's fine. So he's going to make a DC 16 strength check. He rolled a 15. Okay. So, so he failed. So after that elbow, mm-hmm. um, Charlie sort of pushes a hand onto his chest, brings a fist into his nose, um like once and then the next punch looks like it's coming for his nose but he shifts it down and punches him sort of in the stomach the solar plexus yep so that's at 18 damage and because he failed he is pushed 15 feet away from me yep uh, he goes skittering back yep does he go prone or does he just move no no he just moves yep. does he move towards me or away from me uh, away from you he's moving to your left okay cool um is halfway between you mm-hmm Charlie and uh, the crossbowman. Yeah, no, now Charlie will give him a smile. It's top of the order. Okay, whoever's closest to me is getting an axe to the face. All right, well, you have a now standing brigand behind you. You have uh, one to your, like, if, if this was a square quadrant and north was Charlie, you have one in front of you, mm-hmm. between you and Charlie. You have one to your forward left, one to your left, and one to your, uh, one to your rear left, and one to your back. Right, that dude, getting an axe to the face. Yep. Cool. The one that killed his mate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, that was no, the No, 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 I was about to say, the one that killed his mate, leave that one, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's emotionally traumatised now. Mm. Uh, 14 plus 7. Yeah, that hits. Yep. Oh, wow, I'm actually rolling really well to hit, guys. That never Aaron, happens. you touch that wood right now. <laughs> and then there was an earthquake. Uh, um. 5 plus 4, so 9. Yep, uh, he goes down. Cool. So how do you dispatch this fella? Same way, side of the neck. He, yeah, just slides off your blade. Is he on my left or on my right? He was on your rear left. Okay. Uh, the guy who was prone who's behind <laughs> looks in horror as his mate falls to his side. Cool, and I'll turn and swing at him now. Okay. Because I can have a second attack. Yay! Absolutely, do so. Uh, unfortunately, I only rolled a three, yeah. so that would be a ten. Ten? Doesn't hit. So the prone guy immediately bolts because he no longer has a weapon on him, and he saw you kill his friend. Uh, the guy with the sword kind of goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then goes to attack you. Uh, does a 16 bitch race Does not. Okay. Yeah, he brings the sword down again, and I think it, like, hits near to the screaming guy, and he's like, the screaming guy kind of goes like, ah! 
<laughs> doesn't it doesn't hurt him again, but he's uh, a little freaked out. Guy with the daggers, two of them, both are trying to attack you. That was terrible, and that was just as good. Uh, they both attempt to shank you and fail. <laughs> Thank God. The dice were really nice to you. I rolled double eight. What one of them was injured? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're down to two knife guys, short sword guy, crossbow guy, and knuckles. No, uh, Fadley. Fadley. Yeah, where's Fadley? No, what does Fadley and Boltman do? For a start, Boltman's reloading. Uh, and Fadley moves 15 feet forward, wiping blood from his face. With his, He does this thing where he brings his hand up, open, sort of like wipes it, and then like readjusts his grip on the knuckle duster. He goes, you punch pretty hard. In, in Bashen. And I'm going to say... I think I'm going to keep those as a memento. Pointing to his knuckle dusters. You can't do that, they're mine. <laughs> and then he throws a punch at you. Ooh, does a 22 beat you? A 22 will hit. Okay. Uh, he he does eight points of damage. <laughs> and his second attack does a 19 beat your AC. Does not. It does not. Okay. So, yeah, he, he, he hooks you really nicely with a real hard left hook. Uh, and then tries to follow up with the right hook to kind of catch you on both cheeks. But, yeah, you feel an imprint of metal hot and flush mm-hmm. against your um, face. It is your turn. <laughs> How's he looking? <laughs> uh, he could probably take a few more punches, but not many. Okay. Give him a livable kiss. <laughs> um, well, I was saying it depends on... I'll give him... I'm going to hit him three times. All right. Def- um, sorry, first hit... That is a 17. That hits. Next hit. Well, that's going to be more than 17. So that'll hit. It's a 15 plus. Yep. And then that is a 14 plus. So three hits a hit. That's correct. And that's eight, 16, another eight. 24. 24. Oh, he's actually still standing. <laughs> is he? Yeah, barely. You know, like, when you see people's faces bruising up, but they're not Hmm. actually, like... You know that they're going to look like like a bunch of grapes in the morning? Hmm. Yeah, okay, so Charlie... Charlie, like, throws a hook into his jaw and then does that same thing again where he throws a punch. So as his jaw sort of moving, catches it with the yeah, what he's trying punch, to do, sort of switch his head across and then throw that elbow again into the, like corner of his eye socket essentially yeah. this guy's probably seeing stars at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> purple stars yeah with little dog faces what I'm gonna do okay so I'm gonna do that now because I've attacked him he can't make reactions against me and I'm gonna be uh, Joe's gonna you're not worth my time and I'm gonna move my 50 feet movement right into his buddy's face guy with the crossbow okay. yeah he brings the crossbow up to you and just as you're loom in front of him and it is now Ryland's turn. All right. Um, murder some I'm going to murder the next closest to me. <laughs> that'd, be one of the, that'd be the guy with the short sword. Fantastic. Oh, but he hasn't done anything to <laughs> his mates. He drew a weapon against Lady <laughs> Ryland. He that had is a, a death sentence. Anyway, um, well, short sword guy is clearly incompetent and a duckhead, so he's getting an axe. Oh. Cool. Roll that attack. Anyway, attack him with my axe. And I roll... A natural 20. 27. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to say that that barely hits him. <laughs> it's sarcasm, of course. Yeah, of course. Nice. <laughs> Terrible. 
there are seven. Uh, that would be 14 uh, plus three because I lose one. So that will be 13 points. So how do you kill this? Oh, sorry, no, 14 plus four minus one. So uh, 17. How do you murder this hapless bastard? Um, I take his head clean off. Yep. <laughs> the whole, like, spurt, spurt, yep. spurt. Basically, it's, yeah. it's like the Black Knight, but his head. I literally swing yep. it, goes straight through his neck like a knife through a hot knife through butter. Or like an axe through a neck. Or like yeah. an axe through a neck. And um, his head falls off and blood spurts as he kind of slowly crumples to the ground. Before like he's left standing for a yeah. second and then just kind of goes... <laughs> I think before that he like raised his swords up high, like like well over his head. The axe just goes through and neatly nicks it off his body. The arms are still fine, and then he just topples forward over his mate. Um, I'm gonna turn to them, you know, having just decapitated their friend, and yeah. say, "Last chance to run, bitches." Uh, they do. However, before they do, they you know that thing where you can see where someone's not quite looking at you, they're looking at the thing behind you? Mm. <laughs> they do that, and then they basically, one goes left, one goes right, and they run. You can choose to do an opportunity attack on either if you would like. but no, I'll let him go, because I have a feeling that Knuckles is about to hit me in the back of the head. No. Or the Night Watch. So to give you an idea, they were between you and Charlie. Yep. Um, they were looking over your shoulder. At Charlie. Be further down the road from which you'd kind of come. Okay. Do I pick up on this? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say you're able to pick up on Then that. I'm going to quickly turn and see what they were looking at. Uh, there are now six masked elves oh, good. standing in the middle of the space that's rapidly growing. Um, they are is, walking very nonchalantly towards you. Is, Some of them, are, One of them has a, like two pairs of sickles. Um, um, is, is Knuckles still there? Knuckles is currently doing battle with Charlie and losing badly. Didn't Charlie leave him and go to Crossbow? Oh, he, he's not that far away from me. He'll probably come to me because I was like, you're not worth my effort. Yeah, he's still standing, so, so he's still So I just angry. scared off two and got another six. How many of you do I have to kill before you just let me leave the city? One of them responds in Bashan. And Charlie, you hear, you can run but you will not be able to hide. Don't speak that. <laughs> Who wants to die first? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Ryland is so fucking done with this shit. <laughs> <sighs> it's been a bad day, guys, and I'm almost out of shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, Charlie would hear that and sort of chuckle. To, like, the little guy in the front, he'd sort of chuckle and go, let you in on a secret. We're not going to be hiding. <laughs> <laughs> now... I believe... It's Fadley's and Crossbow's guys. Yeah, I was going to say, I believe it's their turn. Crossbow guy fires his crossbow into Charlie. Brilliant. And right next to him. 21. Give me that sweet, sweet damage. Oh, okay. It's a trap. Eight. Okay, well, I mean, I get a plus 10 to this roll, so I catch it. What's I know. The, what's the mechanic? Uh, as a reaction, I can reduce a ranged weapon attack damage done to me. If the damage is negated, I catch and may throw it back. You roll a d10, add your dexterity modifier and your monk level and reduce the damage by that. If you reduce it to zero, so yep. I'm automatically getting a plus 10 to reduce it. If you reduce it to zero, you hold it and you can make a monk ranged attack using a key point to throw it. And I'm going to throw it at Fadley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So his friend fires it and I sort of let, he fires it, and as it's sort of about to fire, I just sort of grab it from the crossbow, like, <laughs> and then just go, 
throw it backwards at Fadley. Fadley, no! <laughs> um, oh, God, Brian, look, they hit Fadley! Brian, they killed Fadley! <laughs> I rolled a 20 on the die. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Fadley. Because oh. I can tell you right now, he's only got three hit points left. <laughs> well, I get to add my dexterity to it. So, so he's dead. dead. I rolled a one, so that's a two plus five. So seven points of damage, and Charlie sort of gets it and just goes... And throws it back, and it's sort of like... Well, I, I want to be clear here, because you've told me Charlie would never kill people. Yes, but these guys are assassins. Are they? Well, they're trying to kill... Okay. They also I, killed I, innocent people. Okay. That was yes. the thing that set Charlie off. These people were happy to I, kill innocent. And it's not like an intentional. It's a... Charlie throws it, <laughs> but because... Oh, I rolled a 20, so I can throw it wherever. I'm going to throw it into, into his kneecap. So, like, excruciating pain, he falls down and passes out. From, the state yeah. of modern medicine. Shot. You haven't killed him now, you've just killed him. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> but, you know. So, yeah. Charlie basically throws it back into Fadley's knee. Yeah, he goes... Um, <laughs> and sort of, you know, he's down. Um, yeah. Can I just query? You, you did... 11 points of damage to each other's guy's head with the intent to merge three heads into one. <laughs> Are two of those guys dead, yeah? They're, no, they're no, dead, no right? dead. You, Subconscious. You, you said three heads become one. <laughs> it was it was After they the just murdered <laughs> two guys and Charlie went when tunnel vision. I'm oh, but no, my no, point no. is I'm pretty confident those guys died. Wasn't we didn't we say okay, I think that? it was I would judicial be, metaphor. I would okay. be no okay, I didn't actually but if Matt wants, because that those attacks were definitely in rage. So if Matt roll me, wants, I will allow you to roll a wisdom save to not kill them. Okay. What's that DC? Uh, I'm gonna say 15. I rolled a one and an 18. So the guy in the middle died. I only wanted you to roll one, so roll one dice because it's the. It, oh, okay. Well, so for the attack, right? The intent. You know what? I'm gonna take the one. Oh. Okay. okay, I won't. I'll take 16. What? No, <laughs> no, I'm going to say they're unconscious. But that's the thing. Is it's it's a uh, okay. That's why I, I'll take the high result. Yeah. Because oh, that's an 18. But, um, but any time it was something that's um, I think from now on because obviously it's your journey. Yeah. Any time that you want to like, if you're in a rage mode style thing and you're like, I want to do something like that, you will be rolling will saves to not accidentally killed them. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because, like, basically, after George, yeah. Charlie's pretty much sort of assassins a fair game. That's why I was assuming Charlie had killed them. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is a really cool instance of Tristan going beyond what Charlie currently is. Um, yeah, because yeah. Char like, Charlie would turn to Crossbow and go, why did you shoot your friend for? He goes, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll probably sort of hold his hand out like you want to give that to me um, <laughs> he does <laughs> <laughs> he hands over the crossbow and then like hands up starts backing away and Charlie's sort of like Whoo! and he's <laughs> yeah turns and runs just quickly turn to Ryland after everyone's dead and be like do we need to run well, they want to kill me, so it might be a good idea. Follow me, then. The easiest place for you to run uh, would probably be if you ran to your left and headed down along the um, the path that runs along the length of the uh, island that Ryland was on. Mm -hmm. um, it would allow you the best 
way to break line of sight. You could attempt to run back the way you came. Uh, however, that is effectively like 300 foot of open terrain. Charlie's thinking of trying to head back to Castellan's uh, estate, but uh, if that way is not the best way to do it... It's, it's just, it depends on what you want to do, because they're going to follow you. If you're going to try and lose them and then go to Castellan's estate, yeah, that, that would, would be, be the, the better way to do it, would be to try and lose them and then double back. Yeah. Sure. So Charlie will sort of gesture to the boat and Rowan, wait for Rowan to make the move to the boat. Like, the, the, they are not between us and the boat. Just no. no. They, are, they, they are further enough away that you could, as I said, either head left and head down into an area that would allow you to perhaps elude them and then double back mm-hmm. or possibly find another way to cross the river. Or you could head back across the way you came or you could fight them or you could tell me another thing that you'd like to do. I want to get in that boat and get the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> so, so, looks fine. Let's go. All right. So Charlie will basically wait for Ryland to get on the boat and he'll get on the back end. So essentially I'm putting myself between Ryland and the direction the people are coming from. Okay. Just in case if they start shooting bows, it's going to hit Charlie before it hits Ryland. Sure. No problem. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you jump in the boat and the moment you start making moves like that, they break into a run. So Charlie's plan is basically once Rylan's in the boat is to to sort of run and I'll make an acrobatics check, say, and like push the boat away and as That'll he's be pushing an athletics check for sure. Put as he's pushing the boat sort of leaping, giving it some momentum and jumping into it. Okay. So um, athletics, yeah. I'll I'll let you do an athletics to get the momentum and then if you want to try and actually steer it, because it will be going backwards, uh, if you have a vehicle handling or any like, I don't, I'm proficient with nautical. Cool. I'm then you proficient can, with boats. Then once you're in there I'll let you use that to try and make sure that it's heading in the right direction. Uh so with athletics that's seventeen plus five. Twenty two. Right. To give it the uh, yep, yeah, that F works. And jump in. Yep. You managed to gland in it. It's um it's about 10 feet out from the pier. Yep. Um, and then start with haste rowing it. If there's enough oars, I will row too. Sure. Yeah, there, there is absolutely enough oars. Can I dash with a boat? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I want, as in, I want to row the boat yep. very quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to house from something here. Um, since you're moving using a watercraft in combat... It's going to use your action to move instead of your movement because technically you're using an object. Um, it'll be strength plus any vehicle proficiency you have. And I'll get you to make a DC 10 check every time you make that action because technically it's difficult to rain, but you're not swimming. So if you succeed, you move your full movement. If you fail, you will only move half your movement. Uh, but if Ryland helps you, you can combine your movement in the same turn. So you would be able to move up to, I think, 70 feet. Uh, but just be aware that so can your pursuers. In fact, actually, I think this is probably just a, a skill challenge with a bit of combat thrown in. So what we'll do is we'll keep the action economy of combat. You guys will still have your actions, your movements, your bonus actions to do whatever you want. But it's going to be you, Charlie, and Ryland acting together in the same turn versus then your pursuers. You can still use your action to attack them and vice versa. But if you want to move, you're going to have to use that action to row the boat. Charlie's attempting to grant partial cover to Ryland by having the assassins between him and them. Okay. And just row. All right. Yeah, Rylan's just rowing. She's done. 
Every yep. time she kills someone. It's like playing fucking whack-a-mole. So... Yep. Yeah, Quite literally is. in a couple yeah. of cases. Yeah. Let's oh, just go. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Um, so... I'm just, it's right. a D20 over 10, right? Yep. It's the vehicle check. But you're assisting, so yeah. Uh, 18. Okay. So, the masked people run up like angry elves on the shoreline. One of them shakes their fist at you. <laughs> shouts something very indistinct in Bashan. You think it was a curse word? You weren't taught those words, obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> mad! Oh, I think he said he was mad. <laughs> no, it's <Why>? the ocean. <laughs> I think they're angry. <laughs> no, because it's Italian. It's, it, um, um, mer, la mer is, is the ocean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, one of them draws a hand crossbow nope. and attempts to shoot and misses by a country mile. <laughs> You took the heavy crossbow with you. I do. I've got the heavy crossbow. <laughs> hey, I got a ten that time. Uh, that is a. Yeah, I only got a six that time. Guess Rylan it's... figures it out, but Charlie's fucking it up. It would turn oh, you're shit. Just spinning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just yeah. Like I the... feel like Charlie's doing both oars, and Rylan's picked up one. Look, I've been shanked a few times. I'm not thinking. She's today. not. She's not a seagoing person. <laughs> okay, so you see them. Kick someone out of another boat <laughs> into the water. Like you hear them go, ah, splash. And they are attempting to do the same thing. Four of them are rowing and they are starting to gain on you. You I row, think. I'll shoot. Sure. I row. That's a 17. It's like it's hopping. It's like obelix <laughs> rowing. <laughs> yes, I love that image. Yeah. Asterix, uh, Asterix in Britain. Yeah. yeah. Now, as well, so we haven't had this conversation, but I am rowing us towards Castellans. Like, the plan is to go towards Castellans. It's we- a bit of a row. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, But I would be like, I only know one place that uh, is going to be safe. So I hope you don't mind going to Castellans. Best option. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as I'm pull- getting my bow out and drawing it, I say, look, I'm happy to drop you off, but I don't fancy getting arrested as well as stabbed today. And then I shoot my longbow. Yep. At the pursuers. Roll me. And <laughs> Crit foul. Rough. Wow. High or low? Low. The bowstring snaps. Um, um, I throw my bow down in the bottom of the ship. Um, I say a few choice curse words. And I draw my pistol and shoot it at the pursuers. 13 plus 5. So 18. There's a guy on the prow who's got the sickles. He's like, yeah! He gets, <laughs> he's like oh, the, the war drummer on the front of the Mad Max truck. <laughs> uh, 10 damage. Uh, yeah, you see a ho- nice hole appear in his chest. And if you hear a... Is it, is it the German squeal? The, um, the Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream. The German squeal. The German squeal. Wilhelm scream. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, I, just, I like that as an alternate. Um, it's uh, an Englishman you're talking to. Yeah. The German squeal. Come on. <laughs> he rocks back, but he seems as good as you could be when you've been shot. <laughs> so not great? No, not great. Anyway, it's their turn. Oof. Oof. Okay. They are gaining on you now. The, they have four rowers, and they close the distance by about half. All right, well, I'm going to row again, right. um, and I'm going to say, Lily Rowland, he's not going to arrest you. You've got to trust me on this. I've got your back. Also, 
aim for the boot. <laughs> um, that's an 11. Yeah? Yes. 50 feet. Right. Continues to hop. I don't want to be that guy, but is there some re- 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 reloading bullshit? Yeah, you can pistol? use your bonus action to reload. I'm just assuming that Ryland's doing that. Oh, I can only shoot once, I assume. That's true. So I try and shoot a hole in the boat. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 15. Roll damage. 8 plus 2. Okay. 10 points of damage. Very nice. Uh, yeah, this, a nice big hole pops up in the front of this thing, and the guy who you shot jumps yes. away a little bit from it. The wood blisters and pops out from it. You see the bits of shrapnel jump out. Still not enough to bring this thing down, but the water is definitely lapping against it. They attempt to catch up with you. Ryland, you see one of the elves egging on the others as they begin to gain on you. They are about 40 foot away from you now. Uh, would you like to fire again? 16, motherfucker. 9 plus 2, 11 points of damage. Excellent. Yeah, you're rolling some good D10s, my love. <laughs> yeah, you start hearing them swearing at you. Charlie, you know exactly what this is. Bastard lizard bitch! <laughs> oh, if only you had your ice oh. breath. <laughs> <laughs> Is the boat sinking yet? <laughs> it's not looking good. I will. I Charlie is not drunk enough to call them knife ears. Let's keep going. They <laughs> <laughs> <A> speed up. <laughs> yep. Um. Not great. Okay, so with a damaged boat taking on water the pursuing craft is beginning to lag behind. But one of the elves stands up, draws a hand crossbow... Ooh, shit, son. ...and fires at Ryland. It does a 15-bit your AC. No. The arrow whizzes past your ear, Charlie, and then misses the back of Ryland's head. However, this is basically just a last gasp as you start to see the prow of this craft dip into the water. They start to slow down and sink behind you. <laughs> you have, I'm willing to say, you have one more round if you would like to do something. I want to blow another hole in the boat. Yeah, please do. So That's an 11. Plus. An 11. It's 11. Equal yeah, that speed. hits. Equal speed. Probably damage. Fuck that 11 points yep. of damage in the boat. <laughs> that. Six plus five. Eight. Still good. <laughs> um, Look, the boat's already sinking. I'm it's just... an old boat. It's fucked. Um, yeah, no, uh, this takes another hole and there, there's like shouting. Again, Ryland, you have no idea what they're saying, but it is a lot of bastard lizard bitch and she puts her all in the boat. <laughs> Not even their boat. Yeah. Charlie uh, will take take a free action to turn to them. <laughs> do the Monty Python head slap that the yeah. we've already got one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then throw away. Yeah. Well, you run you you roll away to the sounds of We'll get you when you are on the land <laughs> all this sort of stuff. Seabone lizard. Yeah. I'm going to put my cape on and pull my hood up. So, why are they mad at you? <laughs> so, how was your day? I was, I was trying to find out who they were by convincing them I wanted to work for them. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Leda Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scam Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. 
If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening.